Welcome to Learn Portuguese by Travel and Learn. I am Nalini Elvin Souza, your host, and here today with me is my friend Marina Nedio to talk about food. As I told you before, Marina is in Aveiro, and I will soon join her there. We are going to be colleagues in the same university. How fun is that? I am doing my MPhil, and she is doing a PhD. This is episode 28. Vamos lá começar. remind you that we can all meet on every third Saturday of the month for a quiz in Portuguese. All the past quizzes are on YouTube and you can access them on our website www.ctngo.org. But let's change to food. Olá, Marina! Olá, tudo bem? Tudo! As we promised in the last episode, we are going to talk about Portuguese food. Yes, that is right. And we have quite a number of suggestions for you, depending on the region you are living or visiting in Portugal. Since Marina lives in the north and I will soon join her, we will start from here. Portugal is divided into many regions. We will consider seven and we'll repeat it together. First me, then Marina, and then you. I will suggest on a later stage to get a map of the regions so that you will be able to pinpoint them. Ready? Entre Douro e Minho. Entre Douro e Minho. Entre Douro e Minho. Traz os Montes e Alto Douro. Traz os Montes e Alto Douro. Traz os Montes e Alto Douro. Beira Litoral. Beira Litoral. Beira litoral. Beira interior. Beira interior. Beira interior. Extremadura e Ribatejo. Extremadura e Ribatejo. Pay attention to the R in Ribatejo. It's a strong R. Ribatejo. Or you can also say Ribatejo. And Extremadura. So you don't pronounce the I, you say Extremadura. Marina? Extremadura e Ribatejo. Extremadura e Ribatejo. Alentejo. One of my favorite regions. Alentejo. Alentejo. Algarve. It's a tourist favorite region. You know why? Because of the beaches. Of course, because of the beaches. So, Marina? Algarve. Algarve. Marina, which is your favorite region? Mm, it depends, but uh, Alentejo. Alentejo is my favorite region. Mine too is one of my favorites. So, would you like to repeat it with me? I will keep a few seconds after... I repeat the region. Let's do this. 
entre Douro e Minho. Traz os montes e Alto Douro. Beira Litoral. Beira Interior. Extremadura e Ribatejo. Alentejo. Algarve. Let's discuss now what we can eat in each region. I will give you two options for each region. Do you remember which is the first region we talk about? Entre Douro e Minho. We'll start with a soup, which is not only famous in this region, but in the whole of Portugal and even outside Portugal. You can come to Goa and ask the name of a traditional Portuguese soup and all Goans will say... Caldo Verde. Yes, Caldo Verde. Caldo Verde. Now, a dish that you probably didn't hear before. Arroz de serrabulho. Arroz de serrabulho. Notice the strong R. I have a student from Hong Kong who always stresses on this R to say, See, I can do it. <laughs> it's a meat dish that can be prepared with pork, chicken or beef and makes use of pork's blood. And of course, it has rice. Arroz de serrabulho. Do you remember a second region? Traz os montes e alto douro. I would suggest alheira de mirandela. Alheira de mirandela. Alheira is a type of Portuguese sausage made with meat and bread. It was invented by the Jews who in 1497 were given the choice of either being expelled from the country or convert to Christianity. Even though they were converted, secretly maintained their beliefs avoiding eating pork, which is forbidden in Judaism. Now, all Portuguese sausages are made of pork. So what they decided to do? They created sausages using other kind of meat like chicken and mixing it with bread for texture. With time, this dish spread to the remaining population and became a synonym of a traditional Portuguese dish, even though today you are free to use whatever meat you want in the alheira. It is often the cheapest item in the restaurant menus, so if your pockets are kind of empty, go for it. Usually, it is accompanied with a fried egg and potato chips. Alheira is often associated with the city of Mirandela, a region of Beira Alta and Trás-os-Montes. A dish from one of my favorite cities, Porto. And that is... Francesinha? Yes, Francesinha. If you eat it for lunch, I don't think you can have dinner because it is very, very heavy. Yes, I agree with you. Why the name Francesinha? Because it comes from France, the country. France. Well, the man who invented it, Daniel David da Silva, worked for many years in Belgium and France and decided to create this alternative 
to the famous Croque Monsieur. Now, our friend Danielle loved women and had a huge admiration for liberal French women. So the name Francesinha, which in English can be translated as little French lady, became the name of a famous dish. This is a kind of a sandwich packed with calories. Marina, do you want to guess how many calories? Calories? <laughs> no. Try, try. Uh, I don't know, but should be a lot. I cannot imagine. A lot. No? 1,300 calories. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> a lot. You cannot eat so, many times. <laughs> so don't have too many Francesinhas. <laughs> no, no, you cannot. You cannot. Twice a year. <laughs> so let's go now to the next region. The next region will be, Marina? Beira Litoral. Beira Litoral. This is one of my favorite dishes and it is Leitão à Bairrada. Leitão à Bairrada. And there is a strong R, bairrada. Leitão a bairrada. Leitão means a small pig, which is then roasted on a stick. Usually it is accompanied with potato chips and salad. Also, from Barre Litoral, we have arroz de marisco. Arroz de marisco. If you like seafood, you can't go wrong with this one. It has shrimps, clams, squids, and mussels. Personally, this is one of my all-time favorites because I love seafood. What about you, Marina? Yes, maybe because I live near the sea. I love all the kinds of seafood and grilled fish. So this is my favorite dish, seafood and grilled fish. So let's move to the next region, which is? Beira Interior. It is known for its goat meat dishes. And one of them is the chamfana. Chamfana. Chamfana is a goat meat dish which traditionally is cooked in an earthen pot and with firewood. What is special about it is that it is cooked adding red wine to the preparation. Do you remember how to say red wine in Portuguese? Vinho. Tinto. Vinho tinto. And another very, very famous dish is the cabrito assado, which is served many times during Christmas time. It is served with roast potatoes. Cabrito assado. Next region, Marina? Extremadura e ribatejo. Extremadura e ribatejo. We have been talking about meat for quite a while, so let me give you an example of a dish with fish. Migas de bacalhau. Migas de bacalhau. You probably know that uh, Portuguese people cannot live without bacalhau, codfish. They say there are thousand and one ways to prepare it, and this is one of them. I chose this dish because it's not so known outside Portugal for the very fact that it uses bread in it. Usually, when one speaks about bacalhau abroad, the fish dish, 
rather, the snake that comes to mind is pastéis de bacalhau, also known as fofos de bacalhau. The second dish is sopa de pedra. Sopa de pedra. Now you might think pedra is a stone. So why is a stone so important in a soup? Well, this dish is associated with a legend. Many years ago, a poor friar was walking door to door asking for food and came out with an ingenious plan. An old couple opened the door and let the friar come in. He explained he only had a stone, but he could prepare a delicious soup for all. The couple was very curious. A soup with only a stone? Yes, said the friar. First, boil some water. In the middle, put the stone. The couple followed the orders. After a few minutes, he asked the couple, Will you have, by any chance, a little bit of sausage? The couple said, Yes, we have. Ah, let's add to it. The soup will be even better. After a few minutes, he asked, Would you have, by any chance, a little bit of carrot? The couple said, Yes. And they went into the pot. Like this, the friar went on asking different ingredients. And finally, the soup was ready. He served the family first and then himself. Everyone enjoyed it. He thanked his hosts and walked away, not without washing the stone carefully and putting it inside the pocket for the next household. And the next, and the next, and the next. And soon, every household in the village was cooking sopa de pedra. <laughs> Let's continue traveling. Let's move now to Alentejo. Marina, your favorite region? Alentejo. Yes, yes. I've been there just now. <laughs> I love Alentejo. Mine too, mine too. What were you doing in Alentejo? What I do in Alentejo? I like to go to the beaches there because they are more calm and uh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful region. So it's, it's different from uh, Algarve. Algarve is full of tourists and Alentejo is more quiet. So yes, I love the, the beaches and uh, the people there. The people there are also very nice. Yeah, I also have this, uh, this idea of people in Alentejo. I don't know, they are special. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Let's try something different. And this time I would suggest ensupado de borrego. Ensupado de borrego. Borrego means lamb. Have you tasted any dish with lamb? Here is your chance. Usually, this dish is accompanied with sliced bread and boiled potatoes. And my second suggestion for this region is a sorda a alentejana. A sorda a alentejana. A sorda is made of bread with garlic, chopped coriander, olive oil, vinegar, water, white pepper, salt and poached eggs. One of these rare vegetarian dishes you can say so. If you don't like meat, this is a good option. And finally, we reach to the south of Portugal. We reach to 
Algarve. Algarve is a synonym of holidays, relaxation. I don't think many people will think of work when you think of Algarve, unless you really work there in the tourism industry. The seawater is warm comparatively to other parts of the country, and many Portuguese have a holiday home in this region. I chose two dishes from this region, the first one being ensupado de enguias. Ensupado de enguias. Ensupado de enguias. I chose this dish because not many people have tasted eel or might not know how to cook it, but in Portugal it's quite of a common use. To prepare it, you need, of course, the eel, bread, tomato, onion, garlic, olive oil, and herbs. If you never tasted, this is your chance. Ensupado de enguias. And I can, for last, a dish with a long name. Papas de milho com sardinhas. Papas de milho com sardinhas. You can also have papas de milho com mexilhões. Papas de milho can be translated to corn porridge and sardinhas are sardine. Mexilhões are mussels. What it is interesting in this dish, it is the use of bread again, but made of corn. In the past, corn was very important in this region and used to be the staple food of the peasants. Not anymore. Today, everyone eats papas de milho. So next time you visit Algarve, try this dish. Shall we try a dialogue in the restaurant? Last episode, we were in a cafe. The beginning and end won't be different. We will introduce two new words. Uma dose. Uma dose means one person. Meia dose. Meia dose means half person. Like last time, I'm the waitress, empregada de mesa, and you, Marina, the client. O cliente. Vamos lá. Favor. Sim, diga. Queria uma dose de arroz de marisco e para a minha amiga meia dose de leitão à bairrada. E para beber? Um vinho tinto da casa. Muito bem. Mais alguma coisa? Não, é tudo. Let's listen one more time. Por favor. Sim, diga. Queria uma dose de arroz de marisco e para a minha amiga meia dose de leitão à bairrada. E para beber? Um vinho tinto da casa. Muito bem. Mais alguma coisa? Não, é tudo. You are ready to taste Portuguese food. It is time for our listeners to try and order the food in a restaurant. So, my dear listeners, I will tell you in English and wait for some time. Marina will say it, but after a few seconds, so that you have time to frame the sentences on your own. Agree? Let's go! Good evening. I would like a portion of papas de milho com sardinhas and half portion of ensupado de enguias, please.
Boa tarde. Queria uma dose de papas de milho com sardinhas e meia dose de ensopado de enguias, por favor. So, did you get it? Let's try one more. Good afternoon. I would like a portion of migas de bacalhau and two portions of cabrito assado, please. Boa tarde. Queria uma dose de migas de bacalhau e duas doses de cabrito assado, por favor. Well, now ask for the bill. Do you remember how to ask? Quanto é? I'm sure you were able to get it all correct. Do revise the drinks that we have seen in our last episode. We would also love if you can leave us a review on our website. Only with your support we can move forward. In travelandlearngoa.com you will find all our Learn Portuguese podcasts but also the YouTube channel where you have Portuguese lessons as well. Remember that you can also find some practice material on our website www.ctngo.org. I will keep the link in the show notes and if you really want to practice your speaking skills, then we suggest you try italki. Italki is the most loved language marketplace that connects students with the most dedicated teachers. There are more than 130 languages available at italki and thousands of teachers to pick from. I'm leaving a link in the description which will take you directly to the italki page. This is also a way for you to support our channel since now we are affiliated to italki. Another fun way to practice Portuguese is to join our quizzes. We organize a Portuguese quiz every third Saturday of the month. If you want to watch the previous quizzes, you will find them at www.ctngo.org. Bye for now. Adeus. Adeus.